Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. I mean, how much pain were you in week to week? My pain kind of went away uh, after my surgeries. I'd had this unbelievable string of health my entire career, going back to high school, college, and the NFL. So missing that entire season was... Unfortunately for Cody Parkey, he's going to be infamous in the city of Chicago. The double doink got us all into our heads. That's literally like being on a flight that's going down, and as you're going down, someone like punches you in the face. (laughs) Can we get Howie on the show? Screw the sun. We get it, Jules. You know, it's all about you. But, uh... Psycho fans in Philly, whether they're killing Santa or eating feces, you guys care. Peyton Manning and Chris Long joining Sam Marill, who's with us now, and Julian Edelman on the Games with Names podcast. One of the great comedians in America, Sam Marill, will be in town on Sunday night at the pageant. You can get tickets at sammarill.com. And he's with us on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line with Super Bowl champ Kerry Davis. I'm Randy Carricker. Sam, thanks for joining us this morning. How are you doing? Thanks for having me. Hey, we're excited about getting you uh, here to St. Louis. First of all, you're a, a big sports guy. How fun is it to do the Games with Names podcast that you're doing every week? It's been a lot of fun, man. The guests are crazy. You know, Peyton Manning, as he said, Eli is my guy. I'm a Giants fan. I mean, speaking of yesterday, uh, Giants kicking ass. I mean, Daniel Jones looking like a beast. This is this is exciting as hell, you know? So, uh uh, I love going in the playoffs as a nine and seven team because there's just no expectations. But if you win, no one wants to play. No one wants to lose to a nine and seven team. It's great. Hey Sam, when you're doing that podcast, have you learned anything uh, about football from Julian or any of the guests that you may not have known uh, prior to? I'll give you an example. So for me, and you can ask the guys this next time you talk to them, ask them about what goes on in the bottom of piles. <laughs> I've had a, a grown man grab the inner part of my thigh, and uh, it, it does, it's not pleasant. So I wonder if you've heard any stories that are, you know, that, that are very intriguing to you during these podcasts. I mean, there's so much I didn't know. I mean, just the amount of, uh, I mean, the amount of work that goes week to week. I mean, like, I, I mean, look, I put it together when I when I have to change next to Julian. And I'm like, one of this body does not look like the other one. <laughs> uh, you know, he's he's put together and very strong, and I, you know, look like a 19 pushups a year. So, uh, I mean, it's uh, so that's pretty humbling. But yeah, I mean. I think really just the work. I mean, he, you know, I'd coach Mike Vrabel, you know, he had Belichick obviously at the top, and these guys are just pushing to a level that it's pretty uncomprehendable to, to just a normal person like me. Sam Marill with the Class Act Tour coming to the pageant on Sunday night. You can get tickets at sammarill.com. You mentioned a 9-7 and team. 2011, the Giants are 9-7. and They go to the Super Bowl and win it. They win it in 2007 against the Patriots. Sam, I contend that Eli Manning and the Giants saved America with those two Super Bowl victories. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, it's nice, you know, uh, and, and I, I don't want to compare this to when the Giants beat the Patriots, uh, but they, the first time we beat the Patriots, the 18 wins, one Giant lost Super Bowl, the Giants actually played the Patriots, I believe, in the last game of the season, or it was a second, right. it was one of the last games, and it was it was so close. And I remember watching, being like, "Dude, we're good! Holy crap!" And that's kind of what it felt like uh, last game uh, against the Titans. I mean, not the Titans, the Vikings. Sorry, because we hung with the Vikings. They won them like a fucking sorry, sorry to curse, a whatever eighty yard, sixty uh, <laughs> something yard field goal, and and we barely lose, and. Uh, I felt pretty confident they were going to win yesterday, but then everyone starts picking the Giants, and I'm like, oh, no, that's almost like the jinx when everyone's like, they're going to win. Hey, uh, Sam, we're so happy that we made you feel comfortable so quickly. <laughs> oh, yeah, I apologize. I, <laughs> no, no worries. No, what, what, an, what an animal I am that I can't go 10 minutes without cursing. I'm sorry. My mom would be so ashamed of me. <laughs> we, we love it. Hey, and one thing about the Giants, being in the playoffs and winning a couple Super Bowls, we know that you're a big-time Nick fan. That kind of does it yeah. offset being a Nick fan. Oh. No, because you know what? Everyone likes to, to, you know, take a dump on the Knicks. But, dude, have you watched them this year? We have maybe two All-Stars. Randall and Brunson are killers. Uh, Randall is playing unbelievably lately. He dropped 42 yesterday. He's been on a tear. Uh, and Brunson is – everyone's saying it. Everyone who plays against him saying that we just beat the Wizards in a close game. And uh, Kyle Kuzma said Brunson's an All-Star. Everyone's saying it. I mean, the Knicks are young and really exciting. So, I think – People can hate, but we're what twenty five and eighteen. We're one. We're a superstar away from being a contender, and and it could happen at any time in New York. Hey Sam, I got a two part question for you. Who are your comedic influences? And if you had money just to go see one person uh, live, who would that one person be? Well, I mean, Rodney Dangerfield was so big for me growing up. I, I think I would have to have a lot of money to uh, create some sort of simulator to bring him back from the from the dead, but. Uh, I love the, you know, every line in Back to School just killed me. As a kid, like, you know what's great about Rodney is he appeals to every generation. Because I think the older people, he's like your funny friend. But then to me, he was like my grandpa or something. He was like your wisecracking grandpa. So I love the the whole, every joke was a killer. I mean, growing up in the city, David Tell is just like one of my heroes. Uh, Colin Quinn, the New York guys, I love, uh, you know, Chris Rock, Bill Burr, like those were the guys like that I was like, oh, these guys are really uh, are killers. Uh, we, we have so many great comics now. So, uh, you know, obviously, you know, the obvious answers are like Pryor, Carlin. No, no one can, no comics not going to tell you that they're not uh, influential and great. But uh, there's so many. And uh, I don't know if there's anyone I want to see live. I kind of want to see Cosby live just to see if he talks about it. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, well, the first woman testified. I was like, oh, my God. You uh, I, that would be pretty rough. But uh, he's going on tour. That's going to be a thing. Cosby is on tour. I don't know who's going to have him, but he's doing it. And that, that leads me to my next question. With being a comedian, or do you ever fear the cancel culture? Like, Do you, do you worry about no, saying something no. that is politically incorrect? No, I make a living on it. Uh, so, no, I don't really worry about it. I, I, no, I, I always say, you know, I think a lot of this is, look, there are times when mobs take it too far. But, you know, look at other countries. I mean, you can really get, you get murdered for 
speaking out against the government or speaking out against a certain high-powered person. And in America, you get a Twitter mob. It's a very different, uh, it's a very different thing. And I, I think Twitter is not real. I honestly don't really have anything they can take. I, you know, I don't have a TV show. I, I, I look at the things that people try to cancel you for. It's like, what are you going to make me stop doing a podcast? You know, like, there's not really much you can do to me. You know, I'm on the road. I mean, I, I like, I think if it's like some guy who commits sexual assault, it's like, yeah, let's take a look at that guy. That, there's times when cancel culture makes sense. I do think, like, most people hear the word, most Americans hear the word cancel culture, and they get a negative feeling, I think. Uh, so, yeah, I think usually you have to do something really bad. If it's over a joke then part of me is like, well, I almost want to go further with the joke. Yeah, right. I want to see why it's, why it's getting me in trouble. So, no, I don't I don't really fear cancel culture. I don't, I mean, but then again, I'm, I'm young in my career. I've had like little taste of people trying to cancel me, but nothing like, nothing crazy. Sam Murrell with the Class Act Tour coming to the pageant on Sunday night. Tickets available, just go to Sam's website, sammurrell.com. So you've got the tour, you've got the Netflix special right now, same time tomorrow. We mentioned the podcast, Names with Games, with with Julian Edelman, you got to go on Netflix and do a thing with Letterman. You mentioned that you're young in your career. How cool is it to have all of this stuff happening? Well, you know, young in comedy, I've been doing it almost 20 years. You know, I've been doing it since mm-hmm. I was 18. So it's like, uh, I am, you know, I'm 36 now. So I, I didn't go hard in my first couple of years, but I was doing stand-up. I just wasn't going hard. But uh, no, I'm, I'm grateful. It's, you know, there was a lot of years where it was like, I think Bill Burr would say it. It's called killing in obscurity, you know. So you're you're in like Topeka or Toledo, Ohio, or something, and you have a great set in a strip mall, but no one knows. And that's like how, <laughs> and that's kind of how you feel. You're like, well, I know I can kill. I know I'm I'm getting pretty good at this, but no one sees it. And uh, so you know, you don't really. It's you can't get a big head because you're killing in the middle of nowhere. But at the same time, you are you're having a set where you're like, this is going pretty well. I think I can do this. And then when you get those opportunities, you know, hopefully you're ready. And, you know, I was, I was really happy with how the Letterman thing played out. He was so cool. He was such a great guy. So that, that made it uh, easier. Well, if you check out Sam on YouTube, you're going to love it. And check him out at the pageant on Sunday night. And all you need to do is go to sammarill.com to get tickets. Sam, we love talking to you. Thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. Have a great day. And looking forward to having you here in St. Louis. Thank you. Uh, Thanks for having me, guys. You bet. Take care. One of the great comedians anywhere right now is Sam Murrell. He's very, very, very funny. Just check out his stuff on YouTube.